1: And flash your mics if you're doing the 67-day challenge with me. There's a lot of pledges going. So Tamara, who organized this with Glenn, she and I are in a co-authored book, and we're also in a mastermind together. So I've been hearing about this 67-day challenge for a bit now. And I have to admit, when she first mentioned it, I was kind of like, eh. I don't really need that. I, you know, I set my alarm for 4 30 in the morning. I get up. I never hit snooze. I read, I journal, I drive to the gym, and then I sit in the car and listen to Glenn deliver his segment. And, And so at the time I was like, I don't know if I'll sign up for that because I'm doing it. Then about two weeks ago, I got sick, like super head cold sick. And I live in Florida and so It seems like the school's calling every other day with some sort of COVID situation happening in my kids' classes. So I got paranoid. Um, I got tested multiple times. I didn't have it. But um, I stopped going to the gym. Then I started hitting the snooze button in the morning. And eventually I stopped setting my alarm altogether. So I'd listen to Glenn's segment, but I was usually still horizontal in bed when I was listening to it. And so by last Friday, I was feeling better but I was still on this schedule. I still hadn't gone back to my old schedule. And so my morning routine was totally gone. And um, according, and I've been doing my morning routine for like years, like those habits were set, but it was gone after a couple of weeks. And so according to a study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, it takes exactly 66 days to turn a new behavior into a habit. But those habits break almost immediately when we stop doing that. So last night, I signed up for the Breakfast with Champions 67-Day Challenge, set my alarm for 4.30, no snooze button, got up, wrote out my gratitude and goals, didn't touch my phone until I tuned into this room, went to the gym, and sent out my encouraging message. And it wasn't hard. But why wasn't it hard? If I would have been doing it alone, it would have felt a lot more difficult. But that's because we have a challenge around it, and so what a challenge gives us, and this is why challenges are so popular when we're releasing something new, is it? It one, it gives us gamification. So that that crossing the day um, off on your calendar that Tamra sent, or this, mer- this morning when somebody gave the example of Jerry Seinfeld, when somebody asked him how often do you write jokes, and he said I wrote jokes every day, and they said. Oh, come on every day. And he said, well, no, I've got this thing on a wall and I mark off every single day I write a joke. And once I had thousands and thousands of those X's up there, I wasn't going to break the chain. So he's been doing it for years and years and years and he's gamified it. The second reason accountability or the challenges work is for accountability. So with 67 day challenge, we are tagging and sharing it all over social media We've also you know people have the "I took the pledge" screen and things, which leads us to the next thing is challenge to build community. it builds that we're in this together thing, and then the fourth thing, which is so amazing is it gives us positive reinforcement, so those responses of if you're not familiar with the sixty seven a challenge, one of those things is that you send out an encouraging message. When we send an encouraging message or when we encourage others, it not only makes us feel good, it makes somebody else feel good. And then often they respond back with an encouraging message. So with today being about marketing and mindset, we can take these same concepts when it comes to how we look at social media. So I'm a book coach. I start out as a traditionally published author, and then I started book coaching people to write books that create an impact. So I work with a lot of executives who don't have a large social media presence, new entrepreneurs, I work with athletes, and many of those people, just like so many people we hear in this room and other rooms on Clubhouse, have trouble when it comes to creating and sharing social media content. And it usually comes around the fact is they don't know where to start and they don't know what to share. So what they do instead is they write a book or they create a digital course or a Program and they release it into a void, and the results are never great when we do those kind of things because no one is aware or waiting for this amazing and you know awesome thing that we poured our expertise and passion into. So what we can do is we can create a challenge around that big project we're doing. So if we just add a hashtag to the beginning and a word challenge to the end, like hashtag Write a Book Challenge in our head and within our own mindset, we can start to follow those same principles. So one, we can gamify it. So we can start sharing our journey on social media every day. So what I do when I walked out of the gym today, I got my phone out, which is a miniature camera. I was sweaty, I put a filter on, I'm not gonna lie. And I I talked about, it. it was a hard thing. It was really hard. And guess what? I got feedback from people saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're at the gym at such and such time. Yeah, going to that workout at 45 is really hard. So I got community. I got positive reinforcement for that. And at the same time, it created accountability. So if you're writing a book, for example, and you start sharing that journey and you're saying, you know, starting to write a book, I'm gonna have it out by November 1st, sat down today, created my, my outline and spent two hours staring at a blank page your followers will feel that frustration and that creates a connection piece because if we only share our Lamborghini days we don't create that connection because that's not reality this happens when we share our journey of something that's really important to us and something we're working on and it could be personal you're trying to lose some weight you're trying to eat healthier we start sharing that journey journey it also builds in the accountability because we know there's people on the other side waiting for us to make those announcements to let them know where we're at so if you're writing a book for example the accountability and saying guess what next week it's going to the editor it's gonna be up for pre-order October 12th whatever that looks like you're letting your followers know one you're signaling to them I've got something really cool and exciting coming out but you're also building that accountability. You can't really be like, put it off for another two years, right? When you've been talking about it every day. And these, this stuff is great to share in your Instagram stories. It is so easy because you don't have to prepare it. It's what you're doing in the moment is what you're sharing. It also creates a sense of community. It allows your followers to be a part of the process of whatever you're going through. You can create polls. You can have people vote. So, for example, on your cover design you can ask for feedback. Hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm creating this program. I'm gonna have this summit. What are these some topics? What are some things you're struggling with? You can put all kinds of things in there so that they can interact with you and what you're creating. And then when it comes to positive enforcement, your followers will start encouraging you. And not only that, they'll start sharing with you that thing they're doing. So when I was recently just writing a book and I was sharing my journey on social media like crazy. And there were just as many frustrations in my shares as there were accomplishments and polls and all these kind of things. I had so many people reach out and say, I'm writing my book too, or thank you for sharing that because I was writing my book. I thought I was on my own here in thinking this thing. It was so nice to hear that somebody who does it for a living also has these struggles. So you get that positive reinforcement which be- also builds reciprocity. So by doing all of this, by creating this sort of internal challenge in your head and using these concepts, what you're doing actually you're building connection, collaboration and community around you and your brand. It's much more interesting than just posting quotes on your social media feed all the time, which don't get me wrong, I do that too. But your Instagram is really meant to have a conversation with the people that are already following you. And your posts are often a way to start signaling new people what you're about or what you do. So having sort of a, a mix of things in there, also by sharing your journey, you're actually, if you work from home, especially, you're able to sort of weave in some of that personal stuff as well that all these branding people tell us that's so important. Because some of that can be happening why you're on journey. It could be part of why it's a struggle, say, as an entrepreneur to get certain things accomplished. is because you are weaving in a personal and professional life. So what does this look like? So a few months ago, I don't even know if she's still on this app. So I was in a room and this girl named Alex Beedon, you guys may or may not know this, but she is a launch strategist and I started following her on Instagram. I guess I liked what she had to say on Clubhouse. I don't even remember. Like she's not, I don't think she spends a lot of time on here, but I started following her story. And about four months ago, she made the announcement that she was creating this big launch academy. And it was to help people launch their digital offers. And every single day, multiple times a day, she went into stories And she shared what she was going to be working on. Sometimes it was a meeting she had with her team. Sometimes she showed her desk, like her video setup. She shared a lot of struggles. She also weaved in things that were happening. Um, I can't remember offhand, but she was in another country where they were on lockdown much longer than anybody else. Sort of the struggle she was having in trying to do all of this, practice self-care, and be in lockdown and she'd share what she was cook, how she was performing self-care for what food she was eating and this whole thing for months and months and months. And I'm telling you, it was really, really good. Like it was super interesting. I had no need, none for her offer, none. But I followed that whole journey. I voted in her polls. I felt like it was on the mission. And I actually almost bought her program because I felt like I was part of it. So that's what a great sharing a journey looks like. Donna Bowling, who's on here, she does a great job of sharing what her day looks like. And it's not, it's not fluffy or frivolous. What it is, is she's giving you another opportunity to see a different side of her, while also she's giving you, she's infusing you with IG tips storytelling tips and different things. She's sharing things along the way, but we don't feel like she's just a flat image or a dime size image on clubhouse, but we're looking at people's pictures. So that's what sharing your journey can do. And that's why something like the 67 day challenge is going to be so successful is because we've already have a community that's right here on this app that has taken the pledge to do it. And even for those that don't, Sign up, I guarantee they're going to feel like they're part of that journey because if they're following each other on Instagram and they're in this room, they're going to see all the progress everybody's making, how everybody's cheering each other on. And they're going to feel literally like they're marching with Glenn to his 1000th episode, to his event in Kentucky. And that's what a great challenge does. And that's how we can mimic that in our social media. So what I'd like to do is just, I'd like to make this part of a discussion. Um, I am here till Car- Carmelia was actually, this was her segment today. And so I, w- I would love to have people kind of talk. I mean, I've been in and out today, but I'd really like to have a discussion around challenges. Also the 67 day challenge. I'd love to hear from anyone who started it today. Um, and maybe what they found to be the biggest challenge and what they're hoping to get from it. So if you just flash your mic, Debbie I
0: started it today Patricia.
1: <laughs> I know you did, Glenn. <laughs> 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 I started it too and you know I I almost said when I was talking but then I was like, "Oh, Glenn might be listening." But, but so on my morning routine, I go to F45 because Donna Bulling got me into it. And your your segment F45 if people don't know, it starts exactly at 6 like not 605 6. So I'm in the parking lot at F45 waiting for Glenn to start a segment and then I listen right up until like 559 and then I run into F45 then I come out and then I have to find the rest of your segment on Facebook. So um but anyway, I'm so proud to be well part no. of this. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I so proud to be part of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, Tamara and I've been talking about it for quite a few weeks, and I think it's an amazing way for this community to come together, do something together, but also very organically start to grow your own social media platforms if you're struggling with a talking point. What better way than with, you know, a thousand of your best friends from Breakfast with Champion, start talking about it there. And then naturally you can start weaving in conversations about all the amazing things that you have going on in your business. And then when that 67 days of practicing, documenting your morning routine and what you're doing with all your friends here and your business stuff, you have built a habit of sharing your journey online. So, Debbie, I'd love to hear from you. I saw your mic flash.
2: Hey, everybody. Thanks for calling on me. Um, First of all, I got to say that I don't know who was on this morning when um, Kim was talking about that she prayed over somebody last week who was doing 75 hard. That was me. And I was on my way to my biggest challenge in that journey. I was going to a volunteer appreciation dinner for my hiking club that I was in charge of for 60 people, my son was cooking pasta and pizza. And I my diet doesn't consist of gluten. So and I was with all my partying friends. So she like literally changed my 75 hard journey that day. And I was listening to it. And I wasn't up on the stage. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, I want to get out and talk about her because she really did. She changed my journey. And I'm on day 20 today of 75 hard. And I started the 67 day challenge this morning. So I am going through all kinds of challenges right now. I'm super excited. My friend, Jennifer, I don't know if she's on here with me or not, but she agreed to go to do 75 hard with me for accountability. And she's never really listened to the breakfast of champions. And today was her first day on because now I've got her listening to rise and grind every day. And she signed up for the 67 day challenge. So we're doing this together. So I'm super excited, and I loved what you said about um, going public and, and kind of sharing your journey, because I said when I started 75 Hard, I actually failed on day two. I, um, I failed to mention that I work in my son's pizza shop, and we have the best pizza in Northeast Ohio, and the best gelato, which sugar is another thing that I completely cut out of my diet. So I had a piece of pizza on day two, and I justified it in my mind, and I was so mad at myself that I just said, I'm starting over, and I'm going to do it this time. And I'm now on day 20. But um, I said that if I got to day 20, I was going to start going doing Facebook lives on my Facebook page and sharing my journey, because I think this could motivate a lot of people. I know it's motivating my friend Jennifer, I mean, she's, we talk every night, and we're accountable to each other. And, um, you know, now we're going through two. So we've got a lot longer of a list of things. I've been doing the morning five for three months now. So it's nothing really new to me, but it is to her. Even getting up at 530 in the morning is new to her. So um, not that she doesn't, but she doesn't get going that fast. But um, so that's my my story. And I'm really excited about the whole thing. And I plan on being in Kentucky. I already talked to my, my, my job at the pizza shop. I quit my paralegal job and sold my house to help my kids with opening up their shop. So It's kind of my fun. I get to work with my kids and it's really awesome. But I've already told them I'm taking off the first weekend in November and I will be in Kentucky and I'm gonna buy my ticket in the next couple of days. And I'm hoping there's VIP tickets left because I'll be finishing 75 hard a week before and Jennifer will be finishing two days before. So we're coming down there to celebrate.
1: That is so amazing. Congratulations, Debbie. <laughs> Thank you. I
2: love <laughs> oh my. That. Gosh, that's awesome.
1: I was actually in the room when you um, spoke with Kimberly, and that was so amazing. It was such a great moment. And it's really what this room has been about. Um, it's why I spend so much time here and in fact, we have kind of like a back chat here. And last week where I was in here just nonstop Monday through Friday, cause it's when we had really ramped up into this like 12 to 14 hours of programming. I said, I feel like I'm in a combination of a Ted conference and like the most awesome mastermind in the world. And I, you know, a part of that is because of the community is so supportive here and you know what's interesting about these morning things
3: jack
0: came forward to increased its sales by over 136 percent
1: my name is travis flighty we have seen over 55 percent increase
0: in sales and jeremy Allen here we finished our month off at not even a 20 percent increase but a 30 percent increase hey guys sean paul Guidry here and i've experienced massive increases of 156%, collectively 125%. My name is Kevin Stroessnider. We went an increase of 50%, 50%. We went from 50 units to 75 units. We got a 39% growth in volume.
2: This stuff works.
0: I'm Glenn Lundy, creator of the 800% Club. The results that we've been getting out of the 800% Club are ridiculous. Everything that you just heard all happened in the first 90 days. So I want to open this up, helping more dealers across the country. We're now enrolling for 800% club members. So look, the time is now. It's time for you to protect your legacy. Head on over to 800EliteAutomotiveClub.com to learn more
1: when I worked in corporate and so many of my corporate clients and when they explain their mornings it's stressful just to hear about them right like the alarm goes off and it's like a four alarm fire they everybody jumps out of bed they have to go get the kids up like three times and everybody's like just slapping breakfast together and lunches and running around and making sure somebody didn't forget homework and it's very chaotic You know, when there's not a morning routine and then, you know, you get to work and that's when you exhale, like that's the moment that you finally like relax, but then it's work. And we really don't have time to show appreciation in our gratitude practice and take that self care time for ourselves. And so we bring that frantic energy to our kids. They're in the car with us. Now we're dropping them off at school. And, you know, we've been saying, hurry, hurry, hurry. Did you forget this? Don't forget So we've created sort of that anxiety in them. So we drop them off. So now teachers have to deal with that. And then we get to work. And, you know, we're still trying to figure out if we threw the right thing in our purse or our briefcase and what's going on today and stuff. And so we bring that chaos into our work environment as well. And that's why these morning routines are absolutely so powerful. And then when we start sharing those, the thing is, is There's nobody on this planet that can't nod their head along or connect to the fact that we all need to take those pause moments and self-care for ourselves. And so when you share the journey, even if you fell at day two and have to start over, that's really something important to share because that encourages those people who maybe did for, you know, did miss a day or something that you're going to just get back on. It's not that big of a deal. Just acknowledge it and just start the next day again, which is so important. And that's why you know I saw a significant difference in when I tried to make sure that my social media posts always just showed the best. You know, if so, if I won an award or something amazing happened or whatever, and um, I created sort of this disconnect from my audience. But as soon as I started sharing where I was struggling, where I could use a little help. Um, where I didn't quite get something right, that's when you, know, you start getting messages from people because people want you to win, but they want to feel like you're being authentic in how you share things. So I appreciate that so much, Debbie. And the fact that you're doing two challenges at once is absolutely amazing that now you're bringing other people along with you. And that's what happens as well is you start to build that community and exposing it to other people. And now you're creating an impact Where first you just thought you were just starting a morning routine, but now you're helping somebody else. So thank you so much. Anybody else like to share what they're doing with the pledge or any other sort of morning practices or challenges they've got going on right now? I'd love to see a mic flash. Welcome back, Sarah. So um, I am going to go ahead since nobody is flashing their mics. And if anybody wants to raise their hand, they can come up on stage as well. So one of the things about some of these challenges and 75 hard. So when that came out, I looked at it and I thought two workouts a day and I live in Florida, like it's too hot to work out twice a day, especially during COVID because I can't go to an air conditioned gym, but there's kind of that, that want to be involved in something like bigger than yourselves, part of that community that I think is really important and something we can think about too when we're building some of our offers and launches is what does that community aspect look like? And when I was looking at this challenge and some other challenges I participated in, I thought about this challenge that I participated in that seemed absolutely insane, which was it was there's a company called GoRuck. And so they're ex-military and what they do is they sell um, these rucksacks, and so if you're familiar with the military, um, it's like a weighted backpack. But what they've done is for your health, is they've created it so the weight is distributed. So it's not like putting a weight in the back of a bag and it sinks to the bottom and it kills your back. So Go Ruck became really big during um, COVID. Because it was an activity that people could do that they didn't need a gym, but they could get a great workout in. So you could buy these different weights. You can buy five pounds, 10 pounds, so on. And they're like little backpacks, rugged. So they also have always had go-ruck challenges, but it used to be that you had to go to the challenge and it might be, and they're very, they can be very military. I mean, it's like, it could be 24 hours of rucking with these backpacks and they give you like a map and you might have to stop and do a workout or something in between and then you get a badge. But during COVID, what they did was they opened up all their prior workouts and made them available. So you could look if you lived in New York City, you could pull the ones that they had prior in your area. And I'm in Tampa. So I have teenagers and what we did was we ended up buying rucksacks for our entire family and we would follow some of these things. So they had this challenge that was coming up with, um, once everything opened up again with a group of people here in Tampa and it was 12 miles in a park and you had to carry a minimum of 10 pounds per person on top of your water and all this other stuff. So somebody had to release some weight, they had to give it to somebody else on the team to carry. And let me just mention, it was in July in Florida. So it was hot, really, really, really hot. And, you know, we get to this challenge and my poor brother-in-law was in town visiting. So we, we signed him up without any preparation and a huge group of people showed up. And it was so interesting to me because I thought who in the world, this is what I'm thinking when I'm standing out there. It's like 90 degrees. I'm looking around. I'm like, who in the world, who are these crazy people that sign up to do this thing? Here, I'm signed up and I'm there, right? But why do we do these things? We do it for the community. We do it to hit a goal. We, you know, we do it to connect with others. We do it because it's been gamified. I got a patch. That's what I got. (laughs) Like three hours of carrying a weight, I got a patch. But it's the gamification of it. So my message today was, one, I really want to get the word out about the 67-day challenge because I think it's so important. How you start your day is everything. And I think it's so important. And I love the fact that it's been put into a challenge for this community because most of the people in this community are already doing some form of a morning routine around Breakfast with Champions. This just helps round it out. And I also wanted to take why it is why these things work and how we can apply it to other things that we do tomorrow. I have a segment, uh, it's from four to six on Tuesdays in this room and it's building a brand with a book. And we're going to dive into habits, um, more specifically and how you create habits and how you can easily start to reach some of those big project bucket list type items you've been wanting to do forever, like write a book or a big health thing. And we are going to take massive action. So I hope you join us there. But my time here is almost up. Um, I am not sure if Carmelia is here yet. But I am going to quickly reset the room. Because I want to talk about this event in Kentucky that this whole challenge is leading up to. So you are in the Breakfast of Champions room with Glenn Lundy. And in 67 days from November 5th to 7th, we are going to be meeting in Lexington, Kentucky to celebrate Glenn's 1000th episode, 1000 episodes of hashtag rise and grind by bringing back his Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. So it's all about how you can make more money and more impact. And um, you're going to have some of your favorite people there along with Glenn. Tamara's going to be there, Amelia. Dave Meltzer, and many, many more speakers. So if you want tickets, you can go to growforgod.com. And also, if you have not joined the 67-Day Challenge, it just kicked off today. You've missed one morning. That's it. You can click on Glenn's face here, and he has got the link to sign up, and you'll immediately get an email from Tamara with all the information you need to get started. So please join us on that challenge. Um, it's a lot of fun it's going to build a healthy morning routine for you and it'll give you an opportunity to connect with a lot of the breakfast of champions people that you've been listening here on this stage Um, I am not sure exactly who's supposed to be taking over at 4 30 I thought it was Carmelia but I'm not positive Glenn are you there do you know Any of the moderators on stage know who's taking over here at 4.30? I'm looking for you right now. (laughs) Okay. I think maybe it was Carmelia. I filled in for her for half an hour, but I'm not sure who's taking over now. But um, until then, let's see. Oh, I can go ahead and tell you. So if you guys are new to this room this afternoon, um, you may have noticed some changes around Breakfast of Champions. It used to be just a morning program, but now we have more than 12 hours of programming each weekday starting at 5 a.m. And it goes off until 6 or 7, sometimes 7 p.m. And then on Saturday, it goes from 6 a.m. to noon. And they have Club 111 on Sunday. So if you're not part of this club, please click on the little green house at the top and make sure you're following the club. So you don't miss any of the days. Also make sure that you're following Glenn Lundy and Sarah McCord. They post the daily schedule on their Instagram story every single day. So you can see when your favorite hosts are having their segments, So you can make sure that you tune in. And also if you're enjoying this room, go ahead and hit the little plus sign and invite some of your friends and Dr. Laney, were you able to find out who's coming next?
3: Uh, it's Carmelia, and she's not here. So you can probably keep going and answer some questions, and I'll send
2: her a message.
1: All right. Let's do it. All right. So it looks like we've got a hand raised, so I'm going to go ahead and bring up Mirza. And then if there's anybody else that has a question or a comment, wants to talk about the rise, and grind challenge we've got going on right now go ahead and unmute and uh you can uh make a comment i'm not able to sorry murs i'm trying to get you up here let's see I'm trying to bring a couple of people up for some reason okay remy welcome to the stage do you have a question or a comment
3: for us today Hello. Well, thank you. Um, I'm actually driving. and I said, let me pull over and and ask my question. So I've um, been following this club in this room, and I just think it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, there you go. There's my GPS. Sorry about that, guys. And just wanted to briefly just say thank you. I I missed um, a lot of what you were sharing, but I caught the tail end of it. And I really appreciate the feedback that you've been given and providing just because some of these things are kind of... um, I guess intuitive. It's like, man, I should have thought about that. Just in terms of having your story, um, kind of showing you in process and journey, because it's like a buy-in automatically. People tend to um, be inspired by someone's, you know, story or their, you know, beginning, middle, and end, and watching someone having progress and getting to an achieved end. But I guess my question would be to you, Patricia. I was looking at your bio before I got in the car, and you were mentioning about helping. I guess you you write books and you are a book coach. What is that exactly does a book coach do? I mean it sounds like you help people you know write their books or help them maybe publish um is that is that kind of a little bit what you do?
1: Yeah, so um I was a traditionally published author for a long time, and because of that, I ended up on some stage and with some opportunities where I was around some executives and entrepreneurs. And I kept getting asked questions about the process. And one of the about, you know, anything that starts to make money and, and books for um, a lot of business leaders that became a new business, you know, everybody seemed to have a book. And what happens is there's companies that can set up shop that have no publishing background and they start giving some really crummy advice. And so I just kind of fell into helping some people with their books and then ended up turning into a book coach. And now I specifically, I work with just entrepreneurs, executives, athletes, and people that want to create an impact. So it's people who's leveraging their expertise into a book so that they can sort of stop being that best kept secret and they can start kind of building the right audience um, for what they have to offer and the value and service they can provide. So that's what I do as far as um, the book coaching goes but yeah, you know, there's kind of a a lot of people still don't really know what it means. <laughs> but like a lot of the people I work with, they do choose to traditionally publish. And then, you know, there's probably about half of them that self-publish as well. So it's more about giving the right, making sure that the book is framed in a way that it really doesn't matter how you choose to publish, that it represents you and what you're trying to give the audience in the best way possible. But thank you so much for the question. Um, and thank you so much for joining this room for sure.
3: I have a follow-up question if we have a few minutes. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. So for someone like myself, I'm a mompreneur or entrepreneur and also a mom of two. Um, I have a lot of hats like, like a lot of others such as yourself and many others. Um, when it comes to Instagram and social media and engagement, um, I find it's kind of hard to know which thing to choose to display in terms of you know, what you're working towards, because, you know, you, I have a very, uh, like very diverse um, following or audience, I should say. So do you suggest maybe picking one thing at a time or doing multiple things? Um, so for example, um, I have a few organizations um, and I'm also an actress. I'm also a budding speaker. How would you uh, go about, you know, suggesting, showing those things without annoying the other, the other audience members. Any advice there? Yeah. I
1: mean, first of all, what you're asking is you want people to be buying into you, you know, and that's why there's been such a move away from. So several years ago, I was told you don't want to brand your name because if you ever try to sell it, like, and you want to walk away from it, they've bought you. And so I went and, you know, I created this LLC, Worcester media. And then it was like, wait, we want you. We don't actually want the brand. And so I think the thing is, is what I look at is what is the audience you're trying to build? And that doesn't mean you're excluding a lot of other people. That could be a lot of different people. So it could be creatives and moms. And you you could have a list of like, what are those people that you really want to talk to? Because some people are going to follow you just because they like you, not they don't want anything from you. They just like following you. They like what they sh- you share, you empower them, you inspire them. But if you can when you think about it, your focus is who am I trying to build? Because often we get into this sort of rut and then I see this with the book thing all the time is you become known or you think of yourself as say a leadership expert and in corporate America for example, but the audience you want to build the people you are really excited about working with, they're like these new little startups and you're going to be using that same expertise, but it's a different audience, but you still got this, like you haven't started building that audience. So you want to make sure that you're also having a conversation with that audience you really want to build, because if there's something, either you want to monetize or there's a nonprofit, a service part of people that you want to talk to whoever those people are, and it can be a combination also remember. I wouldn't just talk to one person, you know, like this month, I'm only talking to these people or today is you can choose several pillars, four or five main pillars that you share that are different categories. So one may be more of your mom life. Cause you like to talk to moms and you've got a community of moms. So showing some of your personal mom life and others, you know, and oftentimes a lot of these things weave together too. So that kind of goes back to, and you may not been here, but when you share your journey. So for example, if you're a mom, but you also do a lot of community service, sometimes your kids might be in the backseat when you're going to pick something up or drop something off for the community service, you're on the phone and you can show that because we're all juggling a lot of balls at once. So, you know, if you start to think about who you are and what you're representing, you know, that makes it a lot easier to kind of figure out like, what is some of this content I'm going to be sharing? But I wouldn't worry about so much of trying to like figure out am I, should I only be talking to this one type of person? Because it's you that they're following.
3: Does that make sense? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Patricia. And hi, hello, Dr. Janie and Kimberly. I remember you guys from the last room. It was wonderful hearing from you guys then as well. And Glenn as always. So thank you so much for answering my question. I thought I'd just stop in and, and just ask since we had a few minutes in between. But Patricia, I definitely followed you and I will be in touch about those books. I have about four books and I need a little assistance. So I appreciate so much guys, have an amazing day. Yeah, thank you so much and thanks for joining us.